Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? This is Eric here for Fasted Human. And happy Halloween to everyone who's going to be listening to this. Uh, I can tell you this much. I'm super excited because I'm not going to be giving candy away. I'm lying. Probably I am. So anyways, um, guys, <laughs> as much as I do talk about, you know, uh, you know, tr- obviously, you know, not having excess amount of sugar and, and, and related to you know these uh, these uh, health topics and 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 they talk about nutrition and talk about how the effects of sugar can do to your body but um let's let's be more um a little bit more cautious uh to the amount i remember back in 1992 when i first came to this country my first halloween i was only 16 years old and i was just like let's go let's get all this candy because I didn't know anything. I didn't know any better back then. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I literally almost eat half of the bag of candy. And probably that's the reason why I started breaking out like a maniac. Um, like literally, I had it left and right pimples in my face. Let alone just the overall consumption of sugar that was in a constant basis um uh, it, it was just insane uh and so as i'm talking to you guys and be able to uh you know uh, uh help um my fellow friends they are trying to uh especially with children and and talking about me and my wife we talk about this the other day is that um the amount of consumption of uh of, of, of amount of sugar that we give to our children is become very completely this is uh, we are just focusing on making sure that our kids are not having this amount of sugar I talked to my 15 year old I talked to my 9 year old and literally what it is is that um, is is knowing that I in um, I am as a parent uh, conscious of the amount of uh, of these um particular items that are not necessarily the best at all for your kids um i'm just want to say that you know at this time and age uh, of of that we're living at uh, that you know the consumption of sugar has a skyrocket in the source of consumption and the kids um knowing that the kids will have to suffer for it eventually and now if you have an over you know if your kids is overweight uh, if your kids are constantly given too much carbohydrates, too much sweets, and no whole foods, um, you know, as a parent, you know, I I mainly focus on not having much of this stuff in the house, um, especially cereals. Uh, uh, I think that you know a lot of the stuff that is um, you know put into in front of us ninety. 9.9% of the stuff that you find in a store is in front of us and it's all based on sugar. You know, uh, the only area that I look forward to go to is with the whole facility with the vegetables, the fruits that I'll be able to get from, from the store. And and I, more than anything, I now 
try to make sure that we have um, much more different variety of foods. Uh, you know, we're talking about from keto, from uh, uh, from uh, uh, from trying keto, trying vegan foods, uh, trying you know a mix of different things that um, and overall this variety. We're trying to have variety in a constant basis, uh, and so. Going back to 1992, I didn't know any better. You know, who does not know any better when your brain is foggy by the consumption of so much carbs, the consumption of so much sugar. And so, you know, now it's like, it's, it's a constant um, battleground of what you got to make sure that your labels when you look at food, it's like, I need to make sure that this doesn't have any preservative, any of this stuff, any of So, instead of reading labels, I said to myself, you know, might as well just, you know, go where the fruits and vegetables are, you know, and, and try, try to figure it out what is going to be, you know, what I can utilize in order to create something different. Um, and so... And so that's that's the that's the main idea. More than anything, is uh, have something different uh, daily uh, and try to figure out what is going to be in your plate. More than anything, it's not the hard. It's just that you are in this process of trying to do what is best for you. If it makes you feel good and you know it's not affecting, uh, you know. Mentally, if you're focused, I mean, when I'm utilizing intermittent fasting and um, utilizing uh, uh, OMAD, uh, so it's just based on, you know, trying to make sure that you get the most out of it uh, when you are, you know, uh, whether you're at home or anywhere, especially when you're training. Uh, my focus now, overall, I'm in my 40s and um, my goal is to uh, make sure that I get the most out of it uh, when it comes down to my health and making sure that I'm getting the most energy, and, uh, you know, and, and retrospective and what, I, and what I'm trying to say more than anything is that, that you have to be able to um, manage the amount of consumption of sugar intake in your body. Remember guys, uh, once you are in a fasting state, your body is, is just get rid of all this toxicity. It's get rid of this toxicity. So now I'm not, I'm not here gonna preach that I don't eat sugars per se, because you know, me and my wife, we're trying to have a variety of things, you know, we're trying to try something different in a constant basis. And uh, and uh, my goal more than anything now is to be able to present with, you know, with great value, great uh, amount of uh, things for uh, for myself and for the overall consumption to maintain a sort of like intermediate fasting uh, lifestyle and so it's all my lifestyle. I try to stay busy through the week to be able to make sure that I am consistently, you know, getting the most out of my uh, my day. And number one, number two is when you are uh, trying to stay busy, especially on the days that I'm the most busiest. Trying to make sure that uh, more than anything, stay in a faster state. 
So for anyone who is um, trying to learn about intermittent fasting, uh, that's just the best way. One of the things that I try to keep a regular one, like I said before, is that you know I maintain a normal intermittent fasting 16-8 hour, 16-8 uh, uh, sort of eating pattern, uh, especially with my family. But 99.9% of the time, I'm in a, a 20 to 22 hours um, intermittent fast of actually uh, fasting regimen uh, for me personally. And uh, so I get the most out of it. I get I get the most out of my my time and uh, being mental focus. Um, yesterday I was completely drained. Uh, we, we were we got uh, you know with the place that I work at the. They got into, they broken in into the, the restaurant. You gotta figure it out. So I think I was just on point of a lot of things that I was doing. That I was just like my brain was just going, and I didn't realize that you know by almost like five o'clock, probably like five o'clock, six o'clock. Um, you know, I needed to get something to eat, and then by seven or seven thirty, and somewhere around there, I, I had something else. But you know, at the end, your brain will continue going if if you let it. Right? But I was just overall completely exhausted from you know, going around trying to figure out what happened and uh, calling people, trying to make sure that everything is going to be well for today, especially when, when we have Halloween and people have um, get-togethers and parties and stuff like that. So I just wanted to um, you know, let you know, guys, that uh, to me, uh, being consistent to try something different is good. Um, and being drained, the last thing you want to be is being drained. Uh, and, but you know, you become more efficient as you go continue and practice intermediate fasting, and you continue doing extended fasting if you need to. But you got to remember, this is a this is a process, and I and I continue saying to a lot of guys uh, why is necessary, uh, you know, to all the ladies that why is this is a process, and, and, and overall making changes in that process is necessary. From extended fasting to just intermediate fasting to OMAD, just the overall idea is to be able to get rest, uh, sleep pattern is necessary, uh, sleeping better is necessary, uh, and knowing that you're gonna get the most out of it is necessary too, because remember guys, more than anything is, is, is the whole consistency of, of you, um, you know, constantly, you know, dealing with so much of the pressures of life and so just want to say that just like this today we have Halloween a lot of parents are gonna be you know trying to make sure that uh, their children are collecting candy but you got you you have the upper hand in here um, it's good to take out your kids with costumes it's, it's, it's a, a good way to you know kind of sort of step out of the house and stuff like that but at the same time, remember, guys, you, you guys got the control of it. And, uh, and, and as a parent, I, you know, control 99.9% of the stuff that my kids consume all the time, you know. So, my biggest question now would be, what is the hardest thing for you as a parent that you have noticed that, that it was hard for you to try to explain to your kid this is the reason why you can't have this especially when we have you know um, the consumption of you know media uh, from TV from YouTube from all these sort of things one of the things that I, I, I'm very uh, so uh, sort of kind of uh, more 
excited about is that my, my child is more focused on doing video gaming and doing uh, YouTube channels and, and YouTube videos that he likes. So I try to keep him occupied with that because what grabs his attention is better than him not grabbing no attention whatsoever than actually food in a constant basis. Even though they are in a growing process, I find more, more of me spending more time creating some content for him or creating some videos for him that I spend more of the time and I say to him, look, I have this too much of a time so we can do videos and play play with the, with the toys or whatever the case may be, just to maintain that mindset of just continue moving forward and just keep it occupied, you know, and having an active, not necessarily working out, but just moving around, going up and down, going places, going here, going there. And so you can understand that, that consistency of you doing that for your kid, um, it's not necessarily you have to, I mean, obviously, my kids has watched me, you know, just exercise on a constant basis. Um, every early in the mornings, they will wake up and say, what, well, dad, what are you doing? I'm working out. And so for him, for them, it's just a, a visual thing of, of me doing exercise. And when they see other people working out, they're like, oh, my dad does that. And my, you know, and they, they talk about it. They talk about it in school. My dad works out. My dad is strong. My dad is this, my mom this. Also, it's all about them what they visualize of yourself in a constant basis because they're gonna learn from you. And I think that, you know, knowing that you're not bringing all these sweets, all these things in a constant basis, will show them that it's not necessary, it's not important. Because we create this importance based upon what we do in a constant basis in front of them, around them, you know? So it's not it's not like it's crazy. You know, and I and I and I talk to him. And my son says, oh, "Dad, I don't never, I don't see you eat this." Oh, of course, I can eat a donut. I can have a donut. I can have a donut, but I don't have it all the time. You know, I explained that to him because I said to him, "Look, this has a lot of sugar, and that's not good for your brain." So just to let you know, I don't eat it all the time. You know, so I get to have it here and there, and. I get to enjoy it. But at the same time, I explained to him what the benefits of avocados and, you know, like this is that. You know, I listened to a mom and I forget her name and she's from Instagram. They were having a live uh, broadcast together with another, uh, actually, one of the uh, people who is part of the social media for uh, Life Fasting Tracker. Life Fasting Tracker is what I utilize to analyze. They were having a conversation, which was a great conversation because as, a, as, a, as parents, we focus a lot, a lot to bring the best for our kids, right? And so we are in this sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, tradition and culture where kids gonna dress up and they wanna dress up for Halloween. And I dressed up for him for Halloween the other day because we went to a Halloween Halloween party. And and I just made it normal. I made it normal in a sense where, oh, dad is coming with me and I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up for Halloween and we are, we're gonna dress up for Halloween. And at the same time I was like, oh they have candy. I didn't made it like you can't have it. I made it as like, oh man, there's a lot of candy in here. But I'm and at the same time it's like listen. You know, you can have see this one. What do you want? I want this one. Okay, good. Have that one. But guess what? I'm gonna take this, all of this, because you know, it's like the consumption of it 
is so much. It's a lot, you know? So, but when he's not looking, and this is just me, when he's not looking, I grab it and I throw it away. You know, so like, like he will ask me, hey, what happened with my candy? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just, not just me, guys. <laughs> I'm being honest, completely honest. I'm, as far as, you know, when it comes down to sweets, like he'd be like, what is my candy? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, and I blame it on the dog or I blame it on the cat. I think either the cat or the dog eat it. I don't know. I'm not here. You know, they're the only people that are in the house is the dog and the cat when we leave the house. And probably they eat it. You know, they're just like hungry like that. And, you know. And he looks at, he looks at the dog and then he looks at the cat and then he looks at me. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm like, what do you want me to tell you? So, yes, guys. This is in the podcast. Probably my kids are going to listen to it when they're older. And they'll be like, God damn you, Dad. How can you do this to us? Uh, but yeah, and that's, uh, that's a reality of things. I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to be not so, um, uh, like, confronting about Dan about this thing because I don't want to make an issue out of it. I don't want to make a whole thing out of it uh, in regards of being, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, knowing that these products, this consumption of candy, this consumption of sugar is harmful for them, you know? So imagine somebody who's been eating candies and sweets and, and carbohydrates all their life and they're trying to get back into a healthy lifestyle. And this is, there was no stop. There was nobody really controlling or helping them out. And this not their fault, but then now you're an adult, you have the upper hand now, you're, you're in control of it, you're, you can be able to control it. And I speak to, as a parent, to every parent, you know, well, let's, let's be mindful to these things that, uh, that you know, the overconsumption of these sweets and these things. I know they're only just kids and they're growing up, but this growing up process has a, a effect overall on that growth. You know, so imagine, you know, and, and this is, if you if you have a heart and, you know, if you know that smoking cigarettes is bad, just as smoking cigarettes is bad, <laughs> and having alcohol is bad, just imagine, you know, giving them candy and tons of it, think about it, and carrying a bag of candy, and if you don't control, which I will say control, 99.9% of that candy throw it away <laughs> I'm calling this candy crush because it's happy Halloween to you all everybody because I think that we we, we the ones who had to say until they turn 18 and if you want to go ahead and eat the bag candies on you <laughs> are you going to do that anyways uh, but right now as, as we have young kids we need to be more mindful um, just alone with schools and, and this is me talking about particularly schools the amount of consumption and sugar and carbs they provide is insane now I'm not gonna here to bash schools but there is a way and I speak to every parent here there is a way we need to be able to make this your boys needs to be here on to this the school, the local, your local school, yeah, you need to get boys to be speak with every single parent, 
that they need to provide a better way to be able to give lunch to kids. Number one, I see news of kids being denied lunch. Number two, the food intake that they give to the kids is not good at all, at all. They're not whole foods. We need to start teaching about kids about whole foods, about the, the, the benefits of having better foods intake than just carbs and sweets. I think that we can make up our boys be here by the fact that you are the one who is just wants answers. Questions is that I'm like seriously, let's talk about this because the, at the end of the day, they want to diagnose your kid because oh, why is my kid not paying attention? Why is my kid so super hyperactive? Oh shit! Why are you giving my kids fucking sweets? This is the one I don't get about the, the school system. Provide they want your kid to be this sort of like mechanic, robotic sort of type of thing to listen. But they can't listen because you provide all that garbage in to begin with. And I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I don't want to rant about this, but just it's, it's very obvious. It's, it's right in front of your face. It's like the school is like throwing the rock and they're hiding their hands on behind their backs. And it's like, well, uh, we don't know. That's your fault. But it's not. It's not just the parent. It's not that just the overall. The parent have to be on the lookout for what they give your our kids in the house. But then we got to look at what you're giving our kids in their school. So it's like, a, it's like a, you know, you're, 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 you want us to figure it out what's happening to our kids. But overall, it's showing on science. Let's go into science a little bit. The, just, the only amount of sugar consumption that is being put into our, to our body should be about a teaspoon. The consumption in, our, in these right now, the consumption of, of the amount of sugar that's being given in a daily basis, this is just, you know, we're talking about in a, in a, just regular people, just like you and I, right? The consumption of sugar is the highest in the United States, the highest, over 12 teaspoons of sugar. Just is just like the average. This is the average. But imagine that idea, that the whole idea of having the consumption of sugar given to you in a little basis, besides the one you have at home, but then the one you have at school, imagine your kids having this on a daily basis. It's gonna, it's gonna affect their attention. For some kids, they're gonna be hyperactive. Then they're looking at the kid, it's like the kid has a problem. Well, let's look at the problem all around them and their environment. It is a problem, yes, we, I know that. There is a, it could be a problem. But then you want to diagnose and put our, you know, kids, segregate kids and say, well, this kid is, he's a problem because, well, let's look at down to science. If you, if you look at, you take your kid to the doctor, they will want to prescribe something to your kid. They want to prescribe something to just telling you, hey, listen, if you don't, you know, you got to do something about this. But yet, at the same time, the school system, they're providing these foods that are not even close enough to health. Like literally, they talk about health and <laughs> you kids being healthy and being intellectually more, you know, more, uh, just, just overall more focused. How can they focus when you're putting sugar in their body when you're giving lunch? The milk 
loaded with sugar. The sandwiches, let's not even think about it. Let's not even talk about it. They're not even providing any type of fruits. There's some schools. There's some schools that do. But 99.9% of the school systems that here in the United States are providing garbage to the kids. And yet they got the balls to deny kids food sometimes when they don't have the money. Now guys, I'm, 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 this is not just a rant, it's just overall what I've seen as a parent. And I'm pretty sure you as a parent, you have seen it. It's Halloween. Kids are gonna be giving candy in high school. Um, kids are gonna be giving candy outside. And so we have your hand. They put you against the wall when your kid is overreacting, is hyper, is this and that. You need to check on your kid why she's not listening, why she's not focused. Well, I mean that that the idea of 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 blaming somebody is very easy. It's quick and easy to to blame the the overall problem quick, but then you are the problem. Think about it, guys. I'm, I'm not just for saying I'm seeing it is in every school. Every school has a particular problem for not giving kids lunch, which I think is stupid <clears throat> because they don't have money. You know, I mean, every parent, I'm pretty sure there's every parent that's living at a minimum wage or they're trying to, you know, and, and you know, then, then uh, they can be able to give probably some kids their food or whatever the kids may be. But yeah, along we we have this problem where the food intake that we've given to the kids at schools are just once again garbage. How it, the kids are going to be productive? How the kids are going to be, you know, intellectually more focused? Think about it, guys. If if, if we as people, as we adults, you listen to this podcast, right? If you're an adult and you have a problem losing weight. You have not having mental clarity. You're you're overweight. You have type two diabetes. You have high blood pressure. You're feeling foggy. Imagine a kid. Imagine that, guys. Listen, we have the power to be able to speak up as parents on the PTA meetings, on the meetings in the school, when the school wants you your, your your support. As a parent, you need to speak up and be able to say something about it. Because, once again, they're being subsidized by these companies. And because they're getting something in return. But we can do better. We can do better. And I'm speaking as a, as a, as a, as a, as a parent. I'm speaking as a father. And somebody who really, really cares. But yet at the same time, we need to make sure and, and teach our kids that as... There's foods that are available that are much better for their health, for their, for their brain, for the digestion system, so they can be like I explained to my kid. You want to be like Superman, right? But you're not Superman yet. But listen, the reason why Superman, you know, he's his lettuce, he's his tomatoes, he's uh, you know, this, this, and that. And, you know, that's the reason why he like super, you know, he has super eyes or whatever the case may be. But see, the thing is, I try to give it to. In a sort of way where what he watches, you know, he watches cartoons or he watches, you know, trying to be able to be more on, trying to find a fun to it. 
and let her know that you know this is not like amazing like it's not crazy serious about and just you know, make it you know make it like a it's like a thing of of, of feel completely he's focused on you know on trying to say hey you know the, we have a situation we have a problem but just not make it that way we, we can come out with different ways how to be able to approach things for our kids to make them understand that we can make that they can make there can be a difference for them and overall for their health for the mindset for the bodies and, and overall for the future um, I'm, I'm talking to you guys in a sense that this the, the, today is is Halloween and I know that you want to take out your kid but you got the yeah collect all the candy <laughs> all the candy in the world put it in a jar I mean put it in a jar and you put it somewhere but you know just got to remember that you know this is this is not it's not happening you know I told my kid I said you can have one per day you know one candy per day you know and so until the dog finds it and eats it the cat eats it and then you know your grandma comes over and eats it and so I don't know I blame somebody on that part the cat the dog you know so because uh, yeah, they like candies the cat more than anything so make us something but I just make it fun I mean you know and so because I know we are in an environment in a very <laughs> pressure field of traditions and and so is the uh, culture and I just wanted to let you know guys that um, they're not with you that are not necessarily just um, ranting in a sense of but I just in overall just being a concerned parent concerned person that wants to make a difference and hopefully you and I we can make a difference all right guys have a blessed day have a, have a good time I'll talk to you guys soon bye bye